podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Fresh off the nightmare of international break. What's up? What'd you do? What's going on? I think this is just the Luke Shaw Memorial podcast. Yeah, I mean, nothing went on. Who cares about any of the international matches? There's no housekeeping. There's no how'd we do last week. There's no fucking mug talk. There's It's a weird pod. There's just nothing. A whole lot of nothing. So Luke Shaw, do you want to? Hey, you have any words for him, or are you just praying for him silently? Are you lighting candles? No, and no. Shit? I mean, you know, when you're you're a little chubby around the midsection, you have a little love handles, like you know, put on a few pounds and Thanksgiving and the holidays and whatnot. It's bound to happen, and I feel bad for him because he's a good lad. He's just a good lad, and he's got a little red flag, <laughs> and hopefully he comes through. Uh, yeah, apparently, according to Dinnery, he could technically play, but I don't fucking see that yeah. happening. I I could have a nine inch dick, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Lucas. It, yeah, I mean it's annoying for both of us in different ways because you have Shaw and he's been great for you, but my like obvious transfer as discussed, I think I'm behind the scenes. I don't think it was on the actual pod last week. Was I was gonna go. Davis down to Shaw, which was I was looking forward to, but not this time. But we'll get there after. I mean, I think United is one place that we could start because like Rom and United Attack are getting like a lot of hype right now. Andreas on Twitter said, "Let's talk Rom. Good underlying stats individually in terms of shots and shots in the box, shots on target. Great fixtures coming up. Three goals in his last three, three in his last two for country. Are we overlooking him?" No, I, I it's going to be beating a dead horse from last. But like we talked about last pod, you know, Rom Rom looks good. He's uh, fit and firing back to his old Rom, Rom donkey ways, and they have good fixtures. So he's a good pick. He's just yeah. a good pick. Yeah, he's Simple just a good as. pick for me. And I feel like for most people, though, like I mean, aside from people on wild card, I can't get to him. There's no world where I can turn Arnie into Rom. It's just like. Unfathomable. So I, I kind of have my eye on Lingard, also. Just like, oh god, what just, are you talking about? I'm just piggybacking off of like the Rom argument. I mean, he's he hasn't finished the shots, but he's been taking a lot of shots, and he's by far the furthest forward of any other midfielder. He's sometimes more forward than Rom, um, and his stats are good and stuff. I think he could be a guy right now. Yeah, but how how happy is Mo to fuck off Fuckard? He wants to bench I mean, him every, every day. No, he's not Mata. I mean, he's not going to sell him. He's not a masochist, but <laughs> I don't know, dude. Lingard just such a bad, seemingly bad United player to me. He's just not nailed, never plays 90, just blech. He was so good in the second half last season, though, and then... You know, obviously it was pretty good for England, and I don't know. I mean, I see, 
my whole reasoning for this was just thinking about Rom and thinking about United, and I was thinking like, okay, where are the other points going to come from? If Rom, if we both agree that Rom's a good pick, and we do, then like the only other guys are like Alexis, Paul, and Paul. And Paul is, you know, he's Paul and he's a million and a half more than Lingard, which is laughable. And Alexis is fucking two million more than Pogba, which is laughable. And it's just like, it all comes back to like, the only guy that's offering value to me is Lingard. Potential value, I guess I should say. So I think it's kind of worth a pun. I mean, there's not. We kind of talked about this last pod, but there's not like that many mid-price mids that feel very good and safe right now. Like as Mkhitaryan just got dropped and Pedro didn't start and, you know, just shit like that. Grob is bad now and, you know, whatever. It's it's basically just Maddo and then Rich is coming back and that's about it. Yeah, so like if you, I would probably rather punt on someone like Lingard than punt on like Madison, I think. Ugh, I don't like that. Yeah, but we we had, have very different feelings on Madison to begin with. That's fair. Um, I think I think it's it could be real. Um, Liverpool is also a, a bulk of the questions that we got in were about Liverpool. Um, Scott Desert Bug said. If you're double, obviously it's the longest thing ever, so I have to take a deep breath before. But if you're doubled on pool defense, discuss various combinations. Would you swerve off of that for upcoming change in fixtures? Allison will still play. Wingbacks would normally rotate more in congestion, but Rabo has less depth behind him. Still has the attacking threat. VVD less likely to rotate as a, as a center back. And for that matter, most of the top teams' defense are also facing Champions League rotations. So, I don't know. I'll, Brian also asked about rotation. D. Silva also asked about rotation. Are you nervous about having double defense? Are you nervous about Robbo? I mean, Allison, I'm not nervous at all about. But Robbo, yeah, I mean, you know, he misses a game. It was we came into the season knowing that when Champions League started, no matter what team you're in, top four, Champions League fullback, they're they're not going to play five thousand games this season. So. It's kind of kind of bought in with the price, and you know knew knew it was coming, and I have, I have a decent bench because of it. So just a little overthinky, a little yeah, overthinky I mean, there. It, it's I think. Brian Kerwan on Slack. So with the risk of rotation increasing with Champs League, are people being silly if they don't focus on having two strong subs? And I think that's a really good point because, like, it's like for me, it's like, would you rather spend one free? To solidify your bench, like doing some sort of like lateral, like four or five shitty guy to a better four or five guy, or would you rather probably end up spending two threes to like go off of Trent and then get back on Liverpool after the run or something like that? And to me, it's like always one free is better to use, you know? I don't know if it's that simple, but. Yeah, no, I, I just think, you know, swapping in and out of premium defenses in the next four weeks just doesn't make sense. It's just, it's, you can't use your transfers that way. You have to just take it on the chin and, and hope your bench guys come in. Yeah, with so few moves, you got to just not do that. Yeah. Um, transfers in general, I was thinking about, it's funny because we're like almost done with questions already, but so Evan Estes on Twitter said, do you want to, uh, double up on Chelsea defense is David Luiz a decent shout? And oh, God. no, I mean that's a sort of separate question than what I want to talk about because I was 
I'm I'm looking for my Davis replacement. Now that Shaw's out, I'm like, fuck, where am I going to go with that transfer? And it's an interesting thing to kind of think about. Is it time to focus more on like short term because the chances are we'll probably end up wildcarding soon? Or are you still, when you're evaluating players, thinking like, oh, I can hold this player for the next like 10 game weeks? And the reason I thought of it from that that Twitter question is Chelsea's next four fixtures are home Cardiff at West Ham, home Liverpool's bad at Southampton. So three out of four very good fixtures. But it's like long term, I don't really trust Chelsea defense. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never really look at fixtures besides just like six weeks to ten weeks. That That's what I'm looking at and that's when I don't want it. If I'm bringing someone in, that's when I want them for and even though we have our wild cards left, it doesn't mean you know we have to use them in the next three or four game weeks. I think it's just so much better to plan for the medium term and you know the six to ten game week term, and and just go that way because injuries happen, other things happen, you know, like McTarians dropped or whatever fucking crazy shit happens, and. You know, you want to you want to just like plan for the medium term. It's great. It's always good. It's just you, you have a better stable of, of horses. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. It's just something to think about. Like, yeah. I feel like this season is going to end up being like one of the longest we go without using our wild card, or starting to feel that way a little bit. I mean, the fact that we're nowhere near it yet is That's what I a, mean. Tes- a testament to that. Yeah, yeah, and I have two frees, and I'm nowhere near it. It's like, damn. Okay, good job yeah. by us, I guess. Um, yeah. Speaking of Mickey, uh, FPL two guys one cup on Slack. Would you hold Mickey if you're not on wild card or transfer out? Um, everyone's asking about Mickey. Dev Kev on Instagram's a dude. Mickey to Ramsey, Lingard, Pogba, or Pereira. And Instagram. Yeah, we have an Instagram. Oh man, good Let's job. Go. Yeah. I, I mean, we gotta get cold anyway. shit up there, you know. Like, if you're not seeing all of these coal gifts, then you're missing out big time. So, <laughs> sorry, fag smoking is so good. <laughs> it just makes me want to hang out with them even more. Like, yeah. fuck. Um, what would you do with Mkhitaryan, and what would you do with Walcott? Tough, Walcott, man. we. I mean, it sounds like that he's not going to make the weekend, and yeah. that's a problem. Obviously, so you know, you want to get rid of him. Mctarian, I think, is an urgent transfer out. There's no reason to hold him. He's rotating and he's seven or whatever. You know, he's if, he, if he's not nailed, there's no point to hold him. He's yeah, that's simple as like, that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's very simple. It's we're overthinking it to say, you know, like oh, maybe I'll come back in. Like he was a tenuous pick to begin with, and the fact that he's not nailed doesn't. He's just a bad pick. I right. He had two blanks, one haul, and one one minute cameo. It's, not what you're looking for for seven million. It's like, you know, like Tate Frazier always talks about the endowment effect, <laughs> like uh, people ascribing Frazier. more value to things just because they own them, you know. And it's like you own Mickey, so it like sort of feels bad to get rid of him, and you don't want to, and you're an Arscast fan and everything. But it's like you're just overthinking it. Like nailedness is still the most important thing when it comes to, you know, where you're spending your money and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I dare I say, I, I would rather have Lingard than him. Let's go. That's I'm building not, a Lingard hype. No, I hate Lingard, but that's where, <laughs> that's where I am right now. Okay. Um, Max Football on Twitter. He said, money and hits aside, which three players would you like in your squad that you don't currently have? 
Number one is definitely Rom. Um, and that's it. I don't know. What 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 have you got? This is too much on the spot. What it's very on the spot. The first name that came to my mind was like, I guess Mane, just because he has a billion points, and I'd be like top one thousand if I had him. <laughs> um, Hazard is someone that like I'm nowhere yeah. near having the money for, and I just think he'll consistently be good all season. Um, yeah, Rom Mitro, it feels bad to not own because I love him and he's a god. Yeah, just, you know, the guys who are scoring a lot of points, I guess, is like the short answer. Neil Etheridge. Yeah, Neil Etheridge. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know what's funny is I we actually said in one of our preseason pods, like, one of these promoted teams is going to, like, keep three cleans and save a pen and haul, and we picked Cardiff, and it's funny that came off. Yeah, last season was Lossal. Yeah, it's just whatever the worst team is coming up, I guess, starts the best. is, is starting to be a trend. New new tr- new stat next year, just start with the absolute stone-cold worst team. Yeah, the, just get their, get their goalkeeper in. Yeah, whoever's leading the relegation odds, betting odds. Um, FPL expert on Twitter. I don't know why he's asking us, because he's the fucking FPL expert, but he wants to know Jimenez or Ings. So he's in that 5-5 five, five region, I guess. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of issues with the 5-5 five, five forward region, just like seeing teams and wildcard teams on Slack and stuff. It's just, it's like, it's like they're not great to start every week. Yeah, give me a defender ro- instead of either yeah. of them. Yeah, and, and you know, if you're benching them or rotating them, like, that's like a big mill on the bench. It's, it doesn't doesn't feel great. I, I would rather just stay away and either get up to Mitrovic or, or those kinds or Wilson or whatever than, than get either. I don't know. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Or or going defender. Like I'm in five three two for a reason. That's where I see the value over over the five five forwards. Between yeah. the two of them, I mean Ings doesn't play in game week six, so that's pretty Fucking bad, but Jimenez has a knock. I, I guess you go Jimenez. I don't know. Yeah, just just Jimenez, for he's, that. He's looked good. I yeah, mean, he's Jimenez looked good. Looked good. Yeah. Wolves are probably way better chance than Southampton of like hitting form and actually putting up multiple goals. Yeah. So no, yeah, I, yeah, definitely. So I don't know. I guess yeah, I guess that. But I think I agree with you for the for the most part. Um, that's basically it for the questions. So right. it's I mean, gonna be a we're running quick long. Pop. Yeah, we are kind of running long we're, considering we're running the long. the lack of any matches. <laughs> this yeah. is basically just a behind the scenes pod. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, this is almost. We're almost at fifteen minutes. Like we got to get out of here soon. <laughs> so let's go to captains and our teams, which is. I guess we we intentionally left this off. Of last pod, so we maybe have something to talk about for this pod. But so, Captain Coon, Captain Coon, yep. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, my Fulham rant is in. Yeah, Fulham rant is fantastic last pod. I, I'm <laughs> I'm fully on Captain Coon this weekend. It's just not 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 close. So, what if you don't own Coon? Like, what other city players do you think are captainable, or are there none? There are no other city captain players. Like Raz? No, no. 
Yeah, I mean, yes. Okay, I think fine. Raz. Raz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who, I mean, other than Dave Call, who owns Dave. Raz? No one owns, <laughs> I haven't seen the actual zero teams of the Raz in them. Yeah. God, City are fucking two and a half goal favorites in Vegas. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. Over under three and a half. They're two and a half goal favorites. That's ridiculous. That's the biggest spread I've ever seen in a Premier League match. I mean, like, Hazard, we've been there before, and it's always a nightmare, but home Cardiff is a good fixture. Yeah, Chelsea are two goal favorites. Someone yeah. even was shouting Alonzo and Slack, which is kind of psycho, but it's it's the most, unless you're Arsenal, it's the most automatic clean fixture there is of the season, and he's shooting a lot and stuff. There, there's a chance he gets an attack return and a clean and bones. That's a pretty good cap. Yeah, I just don't trust their defense still after, you know, Cartet did did well against Arsenal. They're going away, so they'll probably just be a fucking 11-man bus. But, yeah, I mean, but, but what the fuck are we talking about? You're not captain Alonzo. It's insane. <laughs> Yorkie's knob on Slack said, Kuhn has 26 points in two home games this season. Playing Fulham, who have given up plenty, e- plenty even to bad teams. Triple cap to get a jump on mini league? No, come on. No, no triple caps. People, people triple capped him against Newcastle. You see how that went? Yeah, but that's that's just a bad job by them because Newcastle's not a good attacking <laughs> fixture, and those people did not pay attention. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, you you want to you want to triple Captain Kane later in the season when he's going to get four points for 180 minutes, boy. <laughs> you you cannot lose out on that. It's just. It's, Four it's probably not the worst triple captain this week. And Kuhn's just chilling in Greece. He didn't even go on international duty. He's just fucking hanging out. He's ready to fuck. Yeah, I mean, if you're triple captaining a single game maker, this is as good as it gets. Yeah, that that's a better way to put it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Easy, easy on that front. And then, what are you looking at for your team? I'm gonna save. I think. I mean, oh, really? If- yeah, I have Lucas Shaw, just a little cheeky fat man, just waiting, waiting to come back. But I have Wani Biz coming in at Huddersfield, obviously not going to be a clean sheet, but you know, two points, feels fine. You have Johnny home Burnley, too. Oh, Johnny's been in for the entirety of the international break. John, Jonathan <laughs> Jonathan Castro. Fresh off the nine <laughs> puntos, let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah, nine puntos. So, you know, home Burnley, they're going to get like... Uh, Wood, 83rd minute goal, own goal by Doherty, absolute own goal machine, one pointer. Can't wait. It's going to be great. I'm so excited for this weekend. Fixture proof. Fixture proof. I'm, 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 I'm in for like a 41 point week. At least we'll be together in New York watching. Uh, we can hug each other as, as Doherty just fires them into his own goal from his uh, from his rocket dome. It's going to be so good. Fucking Irish Danny Alves does what he wants. What about you? So I'm in the same like predicament as last week. I mean, I mentioned earlier in this short pod that I need to get Davis out. Ozil's automatic out. Probably have- for David Silva. I can't really reason... I can't really find any other midfielder that I can make like a reasonable argument for that I can afford. Um, what about so I, fuck guard? Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I like that pick. I like that punt. There's no world in which he's like a better pick than David Silva. I, I can't see that ever happening. And David's home, Fulham, at Cardiff, home, Brighton, like City, like get out of here. 
Like I have a Lucas Moore. That's gonna be my punt. Like that might be Richarlison in a week. That might be Lingard. That might be someone else. But this spot is like I need my fucking guy. This is my guy. Um, in terms of defender, so Shaw, you you talked me into Shaw and behind the scenes, and I was all in on that, and I thought it was a good idea. Before you talked me into Shaw, I was thinking about Lester and Gilfie Pleasures on Slack said best let Lester defender to own for their nice run. I mean, both the fullbacks seem like really good picks. I mean, they're both very attacking. Pereira sometimes even starts on the wing. I kind of just like Chilwell better, and mostly probably because he was way better versus Liverpool, and I was watching that match a lot more closely than other Leicester matches, but... Other than those guys, I I don't know who to get in for Davis. It's like almost like a triple move is tempting and just making money for an Arnie transfer next week or something like that. But you don't need to do a triple move. No, I probably won't, and I'll probably next week do Arnie to Mitrovic. But I'm just talking. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. I have when you have two frees, it's almost like more stressful because I'm just like this is like a huge double move, you know. Yeah, there's a lot more on the on the cards potentially. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I don't know. Defender under. If I go to David Silva, I need a defender under five six. I mean, it's probably going to be one of the lesser fullbacks. Probably yeah, Chilwell. I mean, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, Chilwell. I think, I think he was saying Chilwell had better underlying stats than Pereira. Yeah, it's pretty See, close. That's where be. Pereira could start at attacking mid. I don't suspect he will because it seemed like they only did that against. You know, United when they're trying to be more defensive, so probably not a thing to rely on. I just don't. Yeah. I don't really see anyone else that is as good as them. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. So I guess I'll just do that. I mean, there's a lot of press conferences to come and shit, and there's like secret knocks to be revealed. I'm sure, which will, you know, be annoying. But I think that's it. I think that's going to be my moves. All right, dude. Hope Are we done? Out. Yeah, this is a fucking long ass pod. Gotta, gotta Should we even it. do these pods in the future? I don't know. Is it a bad job? It might be a bad job. And there's just nothing to talk about. There's absolutely nothing new. It's like there's two injuries or some shit. Like I don't fucking know what's happening. Yeah, there's like a knock here, knock there. Like Dinneries doesn't even have the news on them yet because it's international knocks, and it's like yeah, he's just reposting like Newcastle bullshit that I want to kill myself over <laughs> soon. It's just ridiculous. But spot on there. Um, we, maybe 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 next break we just do like a Thursday Friday pod or something. We let it let it marinate a little bit longer and. We yeah, we do. could do like a yeah, like a deadline day pod. Which <laughs> yeah. like, it's like these days, and especially now that they're literally all friendlies, not everyone's even going on to play. You know, everyone's raging like they're not friendlies. It's the Nation Cup or whatever the fuck. Yeah. No, but like you know, Kuhn like goes, just goes to travel he just and goes on play. vacation. Yeah, I don't know, whatever. We'll have to figure it out and figure something better out. I think there's another international break in like a month and a half or something. So, yeah, there's there is. Um, let me slap some patron asses, new patrons on our shit. Alex Walsh, friend of the Walsh family. Um, Tyler Krzywicki, Krzywicki, very like the most like Polish looking name you can imagine. Um, 
And I think that's actually it. Yeah, because Andrew's an old one. Andy, getting away with it. Um, so two new two new guys. Thanks. Welcome. New friends. Love new friends. Uh, Patreon.com slash FMLPL. This pod is like 20 minutes long. Do you have any last words? I'm excited to come to New York tomorrow, dude. Oh, yeah. Actually, maybe we'll go to a bar on one of the match days and... If so, any any New Yorker should definitely come out. I'll like tweet it out if we if we do something. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be cool. But um, check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlpl sports. Patreon like on social media. Subscribe, rate, review, and podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.